Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bosch. The number of clean diesel models in North America will double by 2014. Bosch Clean Diesel. Good, clean, fun. Bridgestone. Your journey, our passion. And by Dow Automotive Systems. Improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. This is AutoLine Daily for January 19th, and now the news. Europe's financial troubles are starting to hurt automakers and forcing them to cut costs wherever they can. Peugeot just announced it's dropping out of the 24 hours of Le Mans this year. Probably a smart move considering that the company recently announced it would axe 6,000 employees. And yet, PSA's other brand, Citroën, will continue racing in the World Rally Championship. And staying in France for the moment, Renault just introduced refreshed versions of its Senec and Grand Senec minivans. The styling was reworked to give them a sportier look, and these are the first Renaults to be equipped with the Vizio system, which includes a lane departure warning system. The Senec and Grand Senec are on sale this month in Europe and will be introduced into 40 other markets throughout the year. General Motors Research and Development challenged students at the Bezalel Academy of Art and Design in Israel to come up with a way of keeping backseat passengers, particularly children, entertained. The result is called Windows of Opportunity. This project turns automotive glass into interactive displays. Passengers can pinch, zoom, and swipe right on the window, which acts like a display screen. A variety of different applications are available, ranging from a music streaming service to one that allows passengers to look through another user's window in real time. All of this sounds a little pie in the sky because it is. GM has no immediate plans to put the system into production. Kia is going back to the drawing board, sort of. Ward's Auto reports that the company is delaying availability of its stop-start system on the Rio and the Soul models until the second quarter of this year. They're tweaking the technology after receiving feedback from the media. That's code for us journalists bitching up a storm. You see, there's a, a shutter that runs through the car as the engine restarts. And you know, this whole thing is interesting. More and more automakers are offering, or will offer, stop-start systems, and some of them have nailed it, while others have not. The 2013 Chevy Malibu Eco is a great example of stop-start done right. You can barely feel it. But other, much more expensive vehicles are not as good. The BMW 7 Series Active Hybrid comes to mind. Despite its top-rung price, it doesn't deliver a very good stop-start experience. As we told you when the story first broke a couple of years ago, Toyota's problems with unintended acceleration was largely due to driver error. Yeah, there were problems with floor mats jamming the gas pedals and with sticky gas pedals, but the main cause was drivers hitting the gas instead of the brake. This wasn't just us saying so. That was the conclusion of the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, and now the National Academy of Sciences concluded the same thing. Even so, the National Academy says NHTSA needs to improve its understanding of automotive electronics. That might be true, but I would point out once again that the problem with unintended acceleration has been around for decades, well before electronics 
wherever used in cars. Hey, coming up next, it's time for You Said It. Look at this. Bridgestone's using natural rubber, researching ways to enhance its quality and performance, and making their factories more environmentally friendly, producing products that save on fuel and emissions, and some that can be reused again, and promoting eco-friendly and safety driving campaigns. One team, one planet. Bridgestone. And now it's time for some of your feedback. LS Ford saw our report on that camper that you can attach to a Toyota Prius and says, Prius pop-up camper? WTH? Hey, thanks for the mild profanity there. This is from the, I cannot believe they made that department. Oh wait, I know what the Prius add-on is. It's the Dustbuster docking station. LS, I thought it looked like a porta potty bolted onto the back of that car. That thing puts the UG in ugly. Jerset wonders if boosting production of the Jeep Wrangler is the smart thing to do. Can you run another hundred Wranglers off the line per day without sacrificing quality, he asks. Yeah, you can do it without sacrificing quality. That works out to about six more vehicles an hour for a two-shift operation, and that can easily be handled with a few extra people or a little bit more overtime. Seawolf saw my interview with Jim Farley talking about using social media, but he was not impressed. Farley really succeeded using social and digital media to promote the fiesta, didn't he? Just look at the terrific sales numbers. Not. And he's right, last year 68,000 fiestas were sold in the American market. And I agree, that's not a very impressive number. However, the fiesta outsold every other car in that segment except the Nissan Versa which is pretty good for the first full year the Fiesta was on sale. 012345 saw our report that a number of automakers in Europe could be hit with fines for exceeding CO2 limits, but he asks, Mr. McElroy, why is Daimler the only major European manufacturer in that list facing a probable fine? It can't be because of Daimler's truck division. They're not the only major car manufacturer in Europe that also makes trucks. Great question, 012345. It comes down to this. Mercedes cannot offset its high-emitting cars with enough low-emitting ones. That's what the smart brand was supposed to do. But as you know, the smart brand is a sales disaster. Meanwhile, BMW is using the successful mini brand to help offset its big cars, while Audi gets averaged out with all the other brands in the Volkswagen group. This is why Mercedes desperately needs to figure out how to dramatically boost sales at Smart. And ATS V for me was sorely disappointed in our coverage of the Detroit Auto Show. Nothing on Tesla again, he says. Biased reports from John Autoline Daily in Detroit. Well, Tesla had absolutely nothing new at the show. And that is where our bias shows. If you got nothing new at the show, we don't report on it. But anyway, thanks for all your letters and comments. We love going through them all. In fact, you better get your questions ready for AutoLine After Hours tonight when our guest will be Carl Ludvigsen, one of the greatest automotive enthusiasts I've ever met in my life. He will be joining us from London tonight. So join me and the, and the auto extremist Peter DeLorenzo for the best insider information in the industry. 
And that wraps up today's show. Thanks for watching. We'll see you tomorrow.